my Russian arch nemesis. I always wondered what would happen if I had picked up on the fact that the reason you weren't leaving my car after we went to prom just as enemies instead of just as friends, if I picked up on the fact that you probably wanted to make out. Uh, alas, I was a naive high school senior, and while I knew you had a crush on me, I never acted on that. And then you moved to Boston. And then I never saw you again except over Snapchat. And I kind of want to know what would have happened. You're a good arch nemesis. I miss writing uh, Cyrillic Russian, probably that poorly translated edifice on your board in homeroom. And I missed that time I accidentally punched you in the stomach and or actually I accidentally pushed you in the face because I was aiming for the stomach and then you ducked like a shit ton. That was fun. Uh, I miss you making every uh, dance fitness assignment in class about how much you hated me. Uh, like improvement for the class. Get rid of, you know, my name here. Um, dang. <laughs> could have been great together, dude. I mean, we could have been hilarious. We still were hilarious. Yeah. That's all. Hope you're having fun in Boston. Uh, I guess the one that got away needs to probably stay away. I'm realizing that more and more, no matter how much I want him to come back. I'm so sorry for everything I ever did. And you always said that Lindsay was the one that got away. But she wasn't. I was. And you're the one that got away from me. And I just wish I would have told you how much I appreciated you. like my third try at this but I think to the one who got away I mean they didn't they aren't even aware that they got away but I probably would just lay everything out on the table confess everything I felt even if they didn't return the feelings but I really wish that it didn't have to end when we got off that boat because I think it could have been really interesting at the very least. Maybe it wouldn't have lasted, maybe it would have been a huge mistake, but it would have been an experience that would have been really great. Hi, Thomas. Hi, 
I I'm sorry. I just I don't know why I linger on you and I don't know why you matter so much to me because it was just a two month thing we had. Well, two years ago, one year ago, I miss you, but I don't really miss you. I miss us, maybe. I've loved you a lot, and I'm searching for that feeling still with someone. Maybe it would have worked if you'd lived closer, but maybe it wouldn't have worked ever. I'm here in Kansas, waiting for you. Okay, this is my fourth try now. Um, the one who got away, or rather I think the opportunity that got away, was I probably could have had more friends and just been a happier person, been more active, if I would have just let myself be free a little bit and not worried about how others would take how, what I enjoy. But past is the past. Hi, Thomas. I just wanted to say weird that I've never actually heard your voice in person, and that I probably never will, but we haven't spoken in a few months. It's been over a year since our thing. I wish I wasn't here in cloudy Kansas, and you weren't down there in sunny Australia, and I... I don't know what to say. I just felt like maybe saying it out loud might have helped. But isn't it strange? (laughs) We're all so young and naive. And we're only here for so long. And I'm going off on a tangent now, but I'm sorry, Thomas. What did a five-year-old ever do to deserve to be abandoned? To all those I arrived too late to know, I wonder if things would have been better if you were still alive. I'm sorry, (laughs) and you deserved better. Um, You deserved someone who would say hello, Um, someone who wouldn't leave it like I did, and I uh, hope 
your well, I guess. From the moment we, <clears throat> from the moment we met, everything went wrong. Our whole relationship was full of what ifs and if onlys. Said you didn't want to hurt me. Relationships that started bad ended bad. So that I didn't have any drama. But you did hurt me, and something did happen. From the beginning, people told me to be quiet about us. You were seeing someone, and you kissed me. But it was my fault, even though I knew nothing about her. We both decided we didn't want a serious relationship, and that meant even dating. Um, you called it best friend. Um, but even though it was entirely together, I lost my trail of thought and felt anxious and temporarily got amnesia. I loved the idea of you, your lips, your embrace. You sang my favorite song when you played guitar. And it was just the two of us who made me feel special. In a crowded room, I was invisible. And you're always too cool to me. You're seeing someone else. You tried to kiss me twice after I gave you the biggest part of me. Since I've met you, my life's been nothing but drama. We're meeting up tomorrow for the first time since. I told you we needed to talk, but we don't have the courage to tell you any of this. I want to tell you that maybe I do have feelings for you. And it bothers me seeing you with some other girl. I'll always be thinking about maybe what could have happened. I hope that they ask about me. And I hope that you tell them that you fucked up again and again. You'll always be my first everything. And I'll always be a number 18. Hey, Catherine? This is Kat. I'm not sure when I became Kat, or for that matter, of when you got away from me. But you seem really far away now, some days, uh, when I'm looking for save-the-date cards or uh, teaching little kids to sing. Um, I guess what I want to tell you is that it turns out all right. You turn out all right. You don't have to be depressed anymore. Um, hi. Um, I miss you, I guess. That summer at the beach, even though I only knew you for a little bit, I keep thinking about it. I don't know. I keep thinking about what could have been, you know? if I just stayed another week. But I had to go. Um, maybe next summer we'll see each other again. I only really know your name and that you're a good kisser, but um, I guess I'll see you soon. Bye, Jack.
Marin, did you ever think about me? You ever wonder that if maybe we still knew each other, that we could be friends or maybe more? Have you ever thought about me since the day you left? Do you do you wonder what life could have been like if you hadn't evolved? Did you ever think about me? Maybe I don't know. When it's late at night and you can't sleep and you're thinking about everything you've done in your life or anything that's gone wrong at all. Have I ever crossed your mind still? Because I know late at night when I'm thinking about everything that I regret, you're the first thing that comes to mind. You are what I think about. And I just want to know, do you ever think about me? I'm, I'm really sorry, I guess I never told you how sorry I am because we stopped speaking, but I am very sorry about not being honest. If I had been honest, I would have told you how much I loved you. Of course, then you would have broken my heart even more than you already did, but in retrospect, I really regret not telling you sooner and more often. Um, although I I do really blame you for um, just just the way you stopped speaking to me altogether, which is really a terrible thing to do to anyone. Um, I think I may still love you a lot, but I guess you will never know because you're not speaking to me anymore. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I hope, um, I hope you will speak to me again someday. I was stupid. I shouldn't have... I shouldn't have broken up with you. That's obvious. I don't know what happened. We went out for... for so long, and... I got bored. And I shouldn't have gotten bored. You're not boring. You did nothing wrong. I did nothing. And that was what was wrong. And I let you go. And in a way, my letting you go by making you go. And I shouldn't have. And now we're friends. And now I have to act like none of it mattered. Now I have to see you every day. And see you with her. And I know you're happy. And that's good. 
I'm glad you are. And I missed my chance. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're happy. And I'm sorry that I'm sorry that you're happy. Because... You deserve to be happy. Everybody does. I wish I realized that you made me happy before I broke up with you. I made a mistake. Can you forgive me? I'm sorry. So when's the tipping point? When is that moment when we realize, for instance, I made a mistake. I let you go and I shouldn't have let you go or I pushed you away and I should not have pushed you away. When do we realize that? What tips over inside of us? What are we ruminating on and we suddenly figure out that we've lost a good thing. And how do you do that? I was talking with a close friend about how I go through this process and how they go through this process. And for me, for me, it's this deeply, I think, intuitive, emotional thing when I think through how I feel about people, the people around me in my life, whether it's a co-worker, or a friend, or a lover, my therapist. I kind of just pay attention to the feelings and see what's bubbling up and feel it in a very embodied sense. And yet some other people, my friend, for example, they'll, they'll write lists. They'll write and try and understand and piece together like a detective. How do they feel? How are they relating to this? What are the pros and what are the cons? And then they're able to quantify in a very systematic way their emotions. And I think that's totally legitimate. It's just not a way that I've learned to move through the world yet, perhaps. So for me, it can be a spark in the dead of night that wakes me up knowing that, oh, 
I should not have let this person go. Or I should reach out to that person and tell them how I feel. And then, at that tipping point, the question comes up, the question arises, well, I want to say this. Should I say this? And if I feel like I should, how do I go about doing that? How do I, do I pick up the phone? Do I try and bump into them? Do I organize a coffee? How, how do I set up that scenario so I can be around that person and say the things that I want to say, that I need to say and tell them how I feel and what's going to happen, what could happen? And I think usually, like we hear with everyone's stories, we don't cross that line. We stay tipped over at the tipping point. We've tipped over but we don't say the thing that we need to say for fear of, for fear of what? A friend of mine said recently, there's, um, there's a different friend said there's, there's two things uh, that humans are particularly uh, good at. Um, we're really, really good at projecting ourselves into the future so thinking about the future the possibilities and we're really really good at ruminating and i think that's where the tipping point lives it's us projecting ourselves into the future a future that could be and we're ruminating on it we're stuck ruminating inside our heads and worrying and wondering and doing this thing that we're so so good at we're so adept at thinking about the future and worrying about it. And we're not so practiced at moving into the future and doing something about it. So maybe that's it. There's a, there's a tipping point after the tipping point and it's, it's how do we, once we know what we want, how do we do just enough rumination to decide how we're going to say it and then just go say it say the thing it's a very brave bold act even just to vocalize it on a phone call on an anonymous phone line to strangers it is a brave and bold thing which i have deep deep admiration for
and now we're, we're friends, and it works. And I feel like I'm closer to you now than I ever was. And and that's stupid, and that's childish, and I realize that. But I still like you. Do you still like me? I hope you do. In fact, no, I don't. I hope that you don't, and you move on, and you go be happy with somebody else. Her. Go be happy with, with her. You're cute with her. I, I can admit that. I want you to be happy, obviously. But, I mean, it wouldn't hurt if I was also happy. I'm sure the second I start going out with somebody else, I'll want you back. Right now, we're both single. And we're both available, and we're both friends. And so, technically, I could do it. But I'm scared. And I'm hoping secretly that you will do it. And maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you're scared. I can only hope. I don't want to hope that you're scared. I want to hope that you're happy. Go. Be happy. Leave me behind. Leave me behind. And I'll find a way to do the same with you. I'm sorry. I love you. To the one who got away who for me is the baby I miscarried. My relationship to you is very different now than when I first lost you four years ago. I have a son and a daughter who I love immensely and I don't imagine would have happened or happened quite the same way if you were around. So whereas once I was decimated by losing you and losing everything that you could be, um, it's now much more complicated. I miss you theoretically, but I'm also intensely grateful for my family. So thank you, and I'm sorry, I guess. Hi. Uh, I guess I just wanted to say that timing is a really funny, weird thing, and... I don't know what made you want to leave, but I heard that you're wanting to marry the girl that you're with now, and I think that's great, and I hope you're happy, because I think I finally am. So, bye. If I could talk to the one who got away, I'd tell her that Every day, I try to be as good as she believed I could be. I try to be the person that she thought I was.
I don't know how you moved on without me. After five years, it took you two minutes to find someone new. I only hope that one day I'll be able to move on the same way you have. I really want you to be happy, but I really miss you. To the one that got away, I would say I should have gone to Florida. And I regret that I didn't have the chance to tell you before you died. people who have interested me, and I've never got to know them because I'm awkward and gawky and and boring, I guess, and how could they ever be interested in someone like me? Um, I guess fear has been keeping me from that friend, that boyfriend that I wanted, and there's nothing in particular I want to say to the one of you that got away, but I want to have a conversation with you, and I want to talk about the uselessness of cursive and the meaning of life with you, and I want to know you. So, so hey, um, oh man, I'm so sorry about how I behaved. It wasn't good. It was, it just, it wasn't right. Um, I shouldn't have ignored you for a year. I shouldn't have, um, blamed you. Um, I sh- I should have listened. Um, when you said you wanted to be friends, I should have, I should have accepted that and not thought so much about myself as, honestly, I should have thought of of what you needed to, I mean, it really comes down to that, doesn't it? Um, I mean, you needed time to think and you needed time to, to really get back to, to normal after after you got home and I shouldn't have just assumed that you were 100% and ready to to be in a relationship that was unfair of me and oh man I'm sorry I'm I'm sorry (laughs) um yeah I really wish we could have we had some period of time together even if it didn't end up working out I probably would have had a much better year if I was in contact with you with that because you do make me happy I mean that's that's just truth that's just the way the world is that's the way we are but no I I pushed you away and I made it so that I was I try to feel like I had the upper upper hand in the whole thing when I really just didn't. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I learned a lot, that's for sure. I definitely learned a lot. Because of this and I mean, that's that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> but yeah. I'm just sorry. I wish, I wish I could have behaved better.
It makes me really sad when I think about you. It makes me sad that you invite me to come live with you all the time and that you don't know how much that hurts me. It makes me sad that you were the one who helped me realize I was queer because I loved you so much. Um, and it makes me sad because I know that not because we would have worked out, but because we never would have. And it makes me sad to know that I could never be the person that you really needed. And I know that you are so happy with her and I am so happy for you. And the only thing I know how to do is back away very slowly and, and let you be. Was I a good kisser? I am so fucking angry that you died of high blood pressure. That is not a thing that people are supposed to die of, and we totally failed you that you had to do that. And I'm so angry that it seems like no one even knows you were here or, or knows your loss because almost people don't seem to matter. And I just want to promise you that I'm going to keep telling your story um, and that I know you were here and I know that you're gone and that I feel your loss in my life. And I remember how you were such a sloppy painter and I remember when you kissed my hand that one time you were in a good mood. And I remember how you always yell-talked at everyone. And I remember how you constantly filled the window with trash and books to decorate it. And I remember the time you came in without enough clothes on and you told me that someone had jumped you. And I remember you. I remember how funny you were. You are known and loved and you are missed. Goodbye. I would sum up our relationship in the way that love was not enough. Love was never enough for, for us. And we, instead of doing something about it, we could have, we just let it burn from far away and that's not, it wasn't right and it wasn't what it was supposed to be and that is why I can't say that you and I could have made it and I am and always will be happy with who I am and what happened even though it took me a while to, to get there after everything that happened but you and I I loved you, and I'll love you for a long time, if not forever, and here we are. I, you live so far away, and I live in a happy place, so that's all I wish for you, that you're happy, and that your life is everything that you wanted it to be, even if I am not 
a very present part of it. So, you and I are no longer. I'll still think of you, but it's not worth my energy and time and love when I have real love with me right here. So, the one thing, the last thing that I could say to you is please don't self-destruct. You're so much better than what I think you are right now. And I loved you. And I love you. And that's all. (laughs) You are amazing. You are amazing. Much love. Hi, uh, do you want to get coffee sometime? Um, I, just one last time maybe before you head out, because I miss you. And that's it. It could be, it could be that, that simple. It could just be going through that tipping point of, damn, I miss you. And just asking the person... Could we get coffee sometime? Just one last time. I miss you. Okay, that's all for this episode today. Before we part ways, um, I want you to know you can take part too. You can leave a message just like these messages for your one who got away. I'm going to give you a phone number. You can call the number and just leave a message. The number is 718-395-7556. If you're outside of the USA, just put a plus one at the beginning. Plus one. 718-395-7556. You'll be asked one question. What would you say to the one who got away? If you'd like more information on the one who got away, visit theonewhogotaway.com. The One Who Got Away is hosted by me. Oliver Blank and it features all of you, everyone who took a moment to take that step, to dial that number, open up a little bit share your story, you're all so incredible, so brave so bold, thank you so much today's show was produced by Philip James and Liam Campbell of Galaxy Brain, they're over here in the Bay Area in California and they run a small creative and print studio and work on a whole variety of fascinating projects, just like the one who got away. You can find them over at galaxybrain.co. You can also follow them on Twitter at, gal- at galaxybrainco. Uh, go show them some love. I know it looks like it's just me here, but uh, Phil and Liam are behind the scenes making sure everything runs smoothly. Thank you both. Thank you, you guys. We'll be back with a new episode very soon in a couple of weeks. In the meantime... You can go find me on Instagram. It's at Oliver Blank, B-L-A-N-K. And by the way, if you're feeling alone or lonely, I, I promise, I promise you, I'm not alone. We all feel it at some point. Some of us are feeling it right now. So if you can, reach out to someone. Ask for help. That's how it starts. 
Thank you so much for listening today.